Welcome to Saturday Story Circle, always on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. It's time once again for America's favorite show, The Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd. Brought to you by DrFloyd.com. In our last captivating chapter, Dr. Floyd and his arch-nemesis, Dr. Steve, had been ambushed by three disgruntled scientists called the Literati, who had used a device called the Translatura to make our hero and villain vanish instantly and leave us wondering where they had gone. Well, let's wonder no further and turn our attention to a quiet street in a sleepy little town called St. Petersburg, where the summer air is suddenly filled with a strange humming noise followed by a blinding flash of light. With a thud, Dr. Floyd and Dr. Steve come crashing down into some bushes. Floyd, get up. You've landed on my thinking cap. Oh, sorry. Come here, little thinking cap. I'll save you from that mean old Dr. Floyd. There, now you're safely back on my head. Oh, brother. What do you think has happened to us, Floyd? I don't know. That translatura machine seems to have transported us somewhere. Where? Beats me. You're the one that pushed the button on the remote control. Oh, no, you're not blaming this on me. Those literati people wanted to make you disappear, not me. Whatever. Look, it's no use arguing about whose fault this is. Yours? Uh, uh, What we need to do is find out where we are and how to get back to Saddle River. Well, we should just ask somebody where we are. I don't think that's a good idea. We need to be very careful until we know exactly where we've landed. Oh, don't be such a ninny, Floyd. Look, here comes a young boy down the sidewalk there. I'll go ask him where we are. No, Dr. Steve, we... But it was too late. Dr. Steve had already crept out of the bushes and stood in front of the boy, who was now just a few feet in front of him. The boy, who was dressed in shabby overalls with bare feet, stared at Dr. Steve. And Dr. Steve, who looked ridiculous and his thinking cap stared back. The two regarded one another for a few minutes and then slowly circled each other. Finally, the boy broke the silence. I can lick you. I'd like to see you try it. Well, I can do it. No, you can't either. Yes, I can. No, you can't. I can. You can't. Can. Can't. What's your name? Tisn't any of your business, maybe. Well, I lo- I'll make it my business. Well, why don't you? If you say much, I will. Much. Much, much. There now. Oh, you think you're mighty smart, don't you? Well, I could lick you with one hand tied behind me, if I wanted to. Well, why don't you do it? You say you can do it. Well, I will if you fool with me. Oh, yes, I've seen whole families in the same fix. Smarty, you think you're some now, don't you? Oh, what a hat. You can lump that hat if you don't like it. I dare you to knock it off, and anybody that'll take that dare will suck eggs. You're a liar. You're another. You're a fighting liar and doesn't take it up. Ah, take a walk. Say, if you give me much more of your sass, I'll take and bounce a rock off in your head. Oh, of course you will. Well, I will. Well, why don't you do it then? What do you keep saying you will for? Why don't you do it? It's because you're afraid. I ain't afraid. You are. I ain't. You are. There was a brief pause as the boy and Dr. Steve glared at each other with building fury. Meanwhile, in the bushes, Dr. Floyd was worried. I knew I shouldn't have let Dr. Steve go out there. He's only going to get us in trouble. And on top of that, I'm getting a weird case of deja vu about this whole situation. Almost as if I've read about it somewhere before. As Dr. Floyd ponders the particulars of this picadillo, let's return to Dr. Steve and the mysterious young boy who's about to go toe-to-toe with him. You're a coward and a pup. 
and I'll tell my big brother on you, and he can thrash you with his little finger, and I'll make him do it, too. What do I care for your big brother? I've got a brother that's bigger than he is, and what's more, my brother can throw your brother over that fence, too. That's a lie. Your saying so doesn't make it so. The boy looked down and drew a line in the sand with his big toe. Well, I dare you to step over that, and I'll lick you till you can't stand up. Anybody that'll take that dare will steal sheep. Without hesitation, Dr. Steve stepped right over the line. Now you said you'd do it. Now let's see you do it. By jingo, for two cents I will do it. Dr. Steve reached into his pocket and pulled out two pennies and held them up with a smile on his face. (laughs) The boy quickly knocked them out of his hand and leapt onto Dr. Steve. In moments, the two were rolling on the floor, punching and fighting like two cats. Seconds later, the boy had gained the upper hand and had Dr. Steve pinned down and was punching him unmercifully. Holler enough! Nuff, nuff! The boy gets up off Dr. Steve, who jumps to his feet and runs back to the bushes where Dr. Floyd is. Now that'll learn you. You better look out who you're fooling with next time. Scrambling back into the bushes, Dr. Steve finds Dr. Floyd in deep concentration. This is not good. You're telling me the people in this town are crazy. And look what happened to my thinking cap. Who did that kid think he was, beating me up like that? I know exactly who that kid is, but I just can't believe it's true. You know who he is? Yeah, he's Tom Sawyer. Tom Sawyer? Dr. Steve, I think we're in a book. Heavens to Becky Thatcher. Could it possibly be true that Dr. Floyd and Dr. Steve have been transported into the book The Adventures of Tom Sawyer by Mark Twain? If it is true, how can they possibly get out of the book they now find themselves trapped in? And just how much does Dr. Steve know about Tom Sawyer anyway? I always thought Tom Sawyer was a song by Rush. You mean this Mark Twain fellow stole the name from them? Um... Find out next time on the Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd. Episode number 702 of The Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd starred Victor Yared as Tom Sawyer. www.victoryared.com Music for this episode by Jody Whitesides. www.jodywhitesides.com This episode was written by Grant Pachoco. Leave us a voicemail at area code 818-332-3053. Episode number 702 of The Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd is copyright 2008 Dr. Floyd Industries. All rights reserved. When in beautiful downtown Burbank, California, visit Dr. Floyd Studios. Go to www.drfloyd.com and click on Contact for more information. Clear the airwaves! Clear the airwaves! It's now time for Dr. Floyd's Imagination Nation Ranger's secret message for you members of the Dr. Floyd Imagination Nation. Remember, kids, only official radio adventures of Dr. Floyd Imagination Nation Rangers can decode Dr. Floyd's secret message with the secret decoder ring available only from www.imaginationranger.com. All right, grab your secret decoder rings and a pencil and paper and prepare to set your imagination to fun. Remember, Dr. Floyd is counting on you. And here is the Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd Imagination Nation Ranger secret message for episode number 702, Toe to Toe. 14, 2, 3, 18, 17, 2, 3, 15, 13, 7, 1, 17, 18, 17, 12, 23, 
seven, one, eighteen, four, three, nine, eighteen, fifteen, fifteen, seven, eleven, one, eighteen. And that was a message from Dr. Floyd himself to all his Imagination Nation Rangers. You can join Dr. Floyd's Imagination Nation and become an Imagination Nation Ranger only at www.imaginationranger.com. And until next time, set your imagination to fun. Don't just sit there. You're under strict orders to go to www.parary.com. Hip. This is Jack Ward, and from every one of us here at the Mutual Audio Network, we wish you, your family, and all your friends safe harbor during these difficult times. Please follow the scientific and medical experts' advice, and we'll always be here for you daily at Mutual.